Amen. God bless all today. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you. It's the 6th of June, 2021 from yes and amen. Amen. Let's let's pray before we get into the word on today. You have to see and hear with God's spirit. Father, we thank you on today. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you because eyes have not seen nor ears have heard of all of the excellent and great things that you have for us, God. We thank you on today because your words were good and I did eat of them. And when I tasted of them, they were like marrow, amen, to the bone. They were substance for my soul. When I ate and tasted of your goodness, I was revived. I was replenished. I was able to continue on the race that you have called me to. So, Father God, right now we thank you for your word. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. We glorify you, Father. Sorry about that shaking there. And we thank you for all things that you have for us, and we receive it. We forego the natural means of the mind. We forego the natural seeing of the eyes. And we come in and we lay aside the weights of the world, and we come into fellowship with you, Father God. And when we come into fellowship with you, you tell us who we are. You reveal to us our purpose on in life on today. And so we render and we surrender to you, do benevolence, all of the honor and all of the praise. And we ask you to touch this word that it will touch the hearts and the minds of your people and those that are standing by that need to hear a real word from you. And we thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. On today, want to share a little bit of the word with you. And just been praying on over the process of launching back into a live facility. Some people say, well, you ain't doing church unless you're in the building, and unless you're doing this, unless you're doing that. You know, uh, just be obedient to God, Wh whatever God leads you to do and wherever he leads you to be. The opinions of men and women uh, is what they are. Um, be obedient to God. Amen. And so I want to say that. And so looking at doing live in person. And but anyway, let's get to it. I, I, that's all I have to say that God trust him. First Corinthians two. And nine, this is the King James, it says, but as it is written, I have seen. I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. And so I I've, must tell you, uh, after reading that scripture and, and, and pondering over it and looking at some side notes, you must discover your purpose. 
not not the purpose that other people have for you. Not even we we think we know from the naturalness of the eyes and uh, from hearing of the natural areas, but God has called us in the realm of the spirit, and so we have to see it in the spirit. We have to hear it in the spirit, and by faith we receive it and obtain it. And as we receive it and obtain it, Amen. It it is before us as a latent image. And as it is a latent image before us, we receive, right? Where the eyes go and where the ears hear, we're led. And so in this context, we want to gravitate toward the voice of God. Um, There's a scripture that talks about uh, the head shepherd or the chief shepherd and uh, that uh, the, the shepherd knows the voice. Well, let's receive it. Let's reverse that. The sheep knows the voice of the master. And if you are not in relationship with God and you are not tagging up with him through prayer, through his word and, 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 and binding with his spirit, man, you're not going to be sure. You're going to be indefinite. You're going to be going from pillar to post. You're going to be rocking it here, rocking it there. And it's all the wrong places and all the wrong times. But when you confess Jesus, and receive him as his Lord, as Lord over your life. Uh, you're a new creature, and you aren't your own. You've been adopted. You've been grafted in. You've been considered, Amen. And God has written some things about your life, about purpose, and about who you are and what you should do. And when you receive the wholeness of that, then you eat uh, prosperity. You eat uh, from from uh, the the days. You'll eat your days of in prosperity and pleasures, amen. Now, but you must receive from him. Uh, there's there's news everywhere. There's information on the on the on the daily news. There's people calling you and telling you their their opinion about the COVID. Right? You're gonna get it and die. No, you're gonna get it and be sick. No, you're gonna be there and in the hospital. Well, God says that I have come that you might have life. Jesus said, and that more abundantly. And so if we are under the blood of Jesus, we're under the covenant relationship of Jesus, we have life and that more abundantly. Well, people are saying now the vaccination, don't trust it. Uh, don't trust what's gonna do to you, what it could do to you. It hadn't been tested right. Um, don't get it, get it. Uh, you can't take your mask off unless you have it. Um, you might have to take a booster later. X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. Well, what does the word of God say? And and we must reference that to keep an even kill. We must reference the things of God, right? Um, well, you know, they said I can't get it because I'm black. Well, they said he gonna get it because he white. Well, they said she gonna get it because it's women's live. Well, say they gonna get it because it's a it's a time, their time, and and this one's time. Well, God said, I've set before you the things of the world, the things of evil, and I set before you the things that are heavenly and of heaven and those things that are of good. And so you choose on today. You can choose to be in the area of luck. Well, you know, I got luck working for me. Well, lady luck don't work. Um, and so we must be tied into
the spirit of God and the verse of God, what he is saying in our lives. And so in, in the context here, uh, we must see, we must hear from heaven. We must hear from God. And when we hear from God, like Abraham heard from God to get out from her of Chaldees and, and, and go about Haran, and then uh, I'll show you a land, right? He, he didn't question it. He didn't second guess it. Man, people get phone calls about worldly stuff, and they take that as gospel. They don't question it. They don't review it. They just walk in it. Well, Abraham walked in the thing that God told him to. He didn't have no questions. He didn't have no delays. He didn't have no uh, forthcomings of hesitation. He did the thing, and it was a hard thing in that time because the people on the earth were tribal, and, and they were were family oriented and if you wasn't of the tribe and 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 they happened upon you on the highway or on a hill you could get killed your whole seed but abraham was blessed and he had an abundance and so what's the example that we want to talk about here today and i'm going to hit the scripture again but i want to give it from the amplified so i want to share the fuller of the text the pre and the pokes text here with 1 Corinthians 2, 8 through 10. And so those that obey and worship God will eat the fat of the land. He told Abraham, because he was obedient, he was going to make his name great. And this seed is going to be greater than the stars in the sky. And this seed is going to supersede the sand of the beach. So here we have here. And, and I got a story to tell you. We'll get to that. Um, but you know, there's, there's multitudes of people on online and that's looking and that's listening. Some, uh, want to hear the measure of the word, uh, by the word other, others come in, they want to hear a, a storyline guided. Amen. But I'm, I'm led by the spirit of God. And, and so when you're faith led, glory to God, um, anything's liable to happen. I'm late. I'm liable to, because I believe in the spirit of God, read the story of your life. So that's how we're going to do it. And that's how we're going to move in it. And so here in, in first Corinthians two, eight, it says, none of the rulers of this age recognize and understand that this wisdom for they had, if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, but just as it is written in scripture. And so that's a, <clears throat> we have rulers upon the earth, rulers of places that aren't endowed with the spirit of God. And so it's saying here that the rulers of the age, if they had really known and if they had really been guided by the spirit of God, they would not have crucified Christ. But guess what? They were operating up under the, the supremacy rule and the providence of God, right? That that Jesus would be the, the maxless lamb of God and and he took on the form of man and, and and added it not to his kingship before God. And so he was openly scorned, openly rebuked, and he had to be observed three years by uh, chief priests to consider him worthy of the sacrifice. And so that had to happen. And so we see in the world, we have men that are going about hypothesizing about the, the present 
uh, situation of man and, and that they have the problem, they don't know, but God has the solution. And we see the example. Um, let me go ahead and read this and we can um, talk about Joseph, man. That's um, I love Joseph because he saw from the spirit and he heard from the spirit. He operated there and he didn't complain. And so things which are the eye have not seen and the ear has not heard which have entered into the heart of man. Well, we're not talking about the heart of man from the secular, right? We we want to traverse that and look at the heart of man as it has been converted under the authority of Jesus Christ, right? Because the man's heart is wicked by nature and he can't decipher, he can't understand and, and whatever hustle he can find himself doing, whether it's good, right, wrong, big or different, he'll do it. Has come to give us life and that more abundantly. It says all that God has prepared for those who love him. But if you love God and your heart is synced up with his and you're tied into his Holy Spirit, who holds him in affectionate reverence. How many of you are holding God in a affectionate reverence and he is Abba to you and you revere him. You look to him as father and as the omniscient one, all present one, all knowing one, all everywhere, one who designed you and spoke over your life and said that you would be X, Y, Z to the nations, that you are uh, sanctified and that you are anointed for service. No one else can say that, not even you, but God will give you revelation on what it is that you need to do and where it is that you need to be. And so we see with Joseph, all right, let's get with this last scripture here. And so who obeyed him and who gratefully recognized the benefits that he has bestowed joseph you know this is an old testament versus the new testament of correlation joseph obeyed god not only did he obey god but he considered god from the a, a, a affectionate reverence point of view he was grateful and recognized the benefits that God bestowed upon him. He didn't know everything, but he trusted God. In every scenario, glory to God. And we're gonna get to Joseph. That's that's our storyline. Um, that's our pictorial for today. That's our making it real for today. That's our pulling in a, a rev relevant case, uh, referencing the opposite of what the natural eye of man and the natural ear of man will hear and and underestimate it but <laughs> ooh, sorry about that joseph didn't underestimate he anticipated his service to god and he revered god and because of it the first shall be last because of it um he was above and not beneath and in this present day there's so many people who think that taking on the form of a servant is not the greatest position before God and before men, but it is. It, it, taking the position of a servant will expose you before men and women. It's not comfortable while you're going through it, 
but the reward on the end is sufficient and substantial from God's perspective. And so let's read this right here. It says, for God has unveiled them and revealed them to us through the Holy Spirit. You got to be uh, endowed with this Holy Spirit. You have to be interfilled with the Spirit of God. If you don't have it, ask for it right now. Lord, I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can have revelation, so that I can have uh, a prophetic edge over my life. And so I can see before I can see so that I can hear before I can hear. And that's what Joseph did. And we're going to get to him for the spirit searches all things diligently. Well, if you don't have the spirit of God in you, you can't search nothing. Got to search something in you, uh, uh, proving itself, uh, uh, moving some things out, uh, deferring some things, glory to God, uh, cleaning up some things, taking a, your perspective, perspective, and, and retrofitting it to the plan of who God is. And so it says here, for the spirit searches all things diligently, even sounding and measuring. Oh, glory to God, measuring that the eyes can see, sounding so that the ears can hear, so that you can understand and know who the chief prophet is for your life, who the chief herder, sheep herder is, the chief shepherd over your life. Glory to God. It's not your husband. It's not your wife, but it's God up above. And when you get that balance, when you get that perspective, then you can go forward. Amen. Somebody say you got to get the vertical right before you get the horizontal plugged in. And so even sounding and measuring the profound depths of God. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And if you're not spirit-filled, ask for it so that you can worship him in spirit and truth so that your, your spirit can tag into his spirit and then delve off into the deep places and then retrieve the inspiration, then retrieve all that you have need of so that you can walk in the confidence of God, so that you can declare his dominion and authority upon the earth. It says the profound depths, God, the divine counsels and the things far beyond human understanding. And so there's counsel and there's guidance that's far beyond what human beings can ascertain or that can grasp hold of and that can be a part of the divine call of God. Hallelujah. And so when we see Abraham, glory to God, go. And I'll show you, by the way but I need you to go. And because of that, Abraham got so many more things because of his obedience. Glory to God. He even believed that God could raise up the dead. Amen. Scripture says and points to the fact that when he took his son, he said, man, he said, my God, our, our God shall uh, provide a ram that he needs a ram in the bush. Glory to God. But let's talk about Joseph. So when we look at Joseph, Joseph had a dream, a young man, is the favorite son. Man, he's the favorite son of his father. Gave him a coat of many colors and told his his brothers, he said, My my your your sheep's gonna bow to my sheep's. Your your ears of corn is gonna uh uh pay and give me homage. Now he wasn't trying to brag and uh, tell them that to make him feel bad. He was just he was sharing the information that he got. 
from God. Sometimes it's better just to believe God and watch the manifestation of himself through your obedience, right? Everybody that hears, some people have a, a secular uh, thought process and a hearing process and an eye process. Man, who is this person talking about? That's what his brother said. Man, who is this guy? Man, we're going to do something to him. We're tired of him. We're tired because he's the favorite son of our father. But then he got this coat, and then he's telling us what he's going to be and what he's going to do. Well, when God rests upon you something that's bigger than you, amen, you have to do it. And sometimes you have to focus in on what it is and write it down, man, document it. Amen. Write the vision and make it plain. There's some things that I've kicked off uh, ministry-wise and, and just being obedient to God and starting to see the manifestation of it. And I said, man, now I need to write some things down. I just obedient to God. I saw the need and, and now everybody's there and they say, hey, whatever this is, is going on. Whatever it is, I want to be in it with God. I want to be activated through the things of God. And so when we see um, Joseph, as he is sold away, throw, thrown into the pit and bloodied up his shirt. And one of the brothers said, hey, let's not do that. Let's just sell him into slavery. And they got paid for it. Right. And so so he got sold into slavery. And he kept working and he kept working in the area and in the vineyard that God called him into. His situation didn't cause him to be bitter. His situation didn't even warrant the fact that he wanted payback against his brothers or anyone else. He just obeyed and served God. Obey and serve him. You'll eat the fat of the land. Receive the fullness of his spirit within you. Call forth to the mightiness of God. Call forth that he is great and mighty. Call forth glory to God. Huh? Thank you, Father. Glory to your name call forward to him. And so when we see Joseph, man, he's bought by Potiphar. And, and when you are anointed by God and you're operating in it, you see operation upon the earth is more powerful than anything. The word of God is, is here, but when it becomes alive, through your operation, that's when the dunamis comes in. That's when the power comes in. He already set things in motion with the sun and the passing of the seasons and the moving of the earth and the breath of life, right? That's that ripple effect. He set up all that in the beginning. But he needs men and women like you and I to be obedient and to be faithful toward the gifts and call that he has given us. And so we see Joseph there in Potiphar's house doing deals and making things happen as if it were his own. He was under another man's authority, but he obeyed and served. Obey and serve. Amen. And in this day and time, there's so many people that don't want to obey and serve. And as unto God, not unto men, let's get it straight. But when you go in and you start to serve, another man or another woman as unto God, mighty and great things shall be revealed for you. And so he served and he served and he became chief servant over Potiphar's house because everything that he touched, God took it and multiplied it. What about you? 
It's God multiplying you. I don't know. You have to answer that question. What are you doing? Where are you at? Are you trusting in the words of neighbors in the neighborhood and the Joneses? Are you trusting in the word of God? And when you obey and serve him, you're going to eat the fat of the land. He will make your name great. And so Joseph wasn't concerned. He didn't get the big head. But Potiphar's wife saw him and she figured she'd set him up. Whenever you're prospering and you're growing and the anointing of God is upon you, you're always going to be someone that's going to want to feed on it, want to feed on it. And so, you know, she met up with him and, and she was giving him the winky winky and telling him good things. The boy got up, right? He left his clothes there and he, he, he left. And uh, she said, hey, he tried to rape me. So he's thrown in jail. I don't see where he cried. I don't see where he wondered. He kept serving. He kept serving. Even in the jail, right? Amen. You two steps away. You one step away from someone who is key to your success. Someone who has what you need to release and be successful. Glory to God. That's why it's incumbent that we walk in the office that we've been called in. No matter what, it doesn't matter what mama, sister, brother, husband, wife, children, we walk in the office. We receive of the fullness that God has called us in. And we see Joseph now. He's in prison. Don't, don't see anything in the context of his language or in the written text. It says he mourned and cried because Potiphar, Potiphar's wife lied. Oh, that's that's rhyming together. Amen. He didn't moan. He didn't cry. But as he was there, he was one step away from Pharaoh. But he didn't engage in that. He gave the butler and he gave the baker their portion of his gift. He told one, he said, you going back to the to the serve. The other one, he said, man, he said, I'm sorry to tell you, but your head is coming off. Revealing and sharing about dreams. Amen. Function in the power gifts. One to twin activation away. Father, Son, Holy Ghost operating on the inside. Oh, glory to God. Moving as we execute on the outside. Amen. So he was so rich in anointing that the prison warden favored him. If you obey and serve me, you eat the fat of the land. He'll make even your enemies be at rest with you. Not saying that he had any enemies, but everywhere he went. And God used him as an instrument of his praise and of his glory, a divine instrument to ultimately deliver the Hebrew people. Eyes have not seen nor ears have heard of all the great and excellent things that God has stored up. But 
in the heart of man is the discovery and your obedience by his Ruach, Kadesh, by his Ruach, glory to God. And, and, and so Joseph kept serving. Joseph kept serving. Joseph kept serving. He kept serving. He kept serving. And when we see him, glory to the name of God. You know that leaders have dreams and visions about things to come. And they and and so they have those worldly eyes and those worldly ears. And so not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So he told Zerubbabel that in, in Zechariah, I believe it was. And so Pharaoh had one of those occurrences. He had a dream. And in the dream, he saw famine and devastation, and he didn't understand it. He saw seven years of prosperity and seven years of famine. And he called for the musicians, the magic players, the soothsayers, and all the mystics. But they couldn't answer him. They could not tell him. And then I believe it was the butler or the baker. I should have tagged it absolutely. Word got back to Pharaoh. It says, hey, man, you there's a, there's a brother in prison a Hebrew brother in prison. He has the gift. And he could tell you about the dream. And so in a season of passing, he was faithful over a few things, about to graduate to be second only to Pharaoh with the fast signet ring on. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so he went and he told Pharaoh, he said, those seven years, represents prosperity in the land and growth. And then the other seven represent famine and death across the land. Pharaoh said, man, all right. So what are we going to do? And guess what? Because he was plugged into the things of God, glory. Joseph had the answer and solution. And so God was able to use him to deliver and set free the potential death of the Hebrew people. He was able to rescue. He was able to the very same ones that mistreated him and did him wrong. So we must take on the promises. We must walk in prosperity. We must continue to secure the things of God, just like Joseph did. He didn't take no thought for his life. He didn't randomly say, well, I'm going to get my brothers back. Amen. But as he gave revelation and as he gave solution to that which was the plague that was to come, Pharaoh said, man, he said, you know what to do. You're second only to me in the land. He was obedient in his post. And so Pharaoh knew that he could trust him to execute 
the plan for success because he had already had a vision of the prosperity. He had already had a vision of the famine. And so he built and he stored up plenty as he built and he stored up for that time of famine. Become the solution. Become the prime operator. Become the principal. Become that which God has released you to. Amen. You have to see and hear with God's spirit in you. If you don't see and hear and receive of it that way, you'll never obtain, you'll never walk in the fullness of the blessings of God. Amen. That's the word on today. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this revelation. We thank you that you have endowed me with power from on high. I'm finished with smooth knees and vain sayings, and that I'm in your will right now. I'm in uh, possession of the title deed referencing Jesus, the title deed of death, hell, and the grave. By the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess. We thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. Amen. Be blessed on today. Hallelujah. Thank you for that word. Glory to your name, Father. Glory.